Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. We're about to bring Dino on. He is back. Let's get this going. Let's get this show on the road. No hesitation tonight. Where is Dino? My friend Dino. I think he has arrived. Oh, wait, not yet. Here he comes. He takes time. He's a star. You there, Dino? Yes, sir. Here you go. Dino's intro music tonight. I love this one. Oh. So ridiculous. You've never made Donna Summer sound so good, Dino. Nobody's ever made me sound so good. <laughs> What's going on? No, I just got back from the circus. The circus? Yeah. Which one? The Ringling Brothers Circus? Yeah, Bonham and Bailey. Yeah? How was that? Oh, it was crazy. Yeah? Yeah. I I, I mean, I, I don't... I think I was eight the last time I went to the circus. Yes. And uh, it was it was good. The last time I went to the circus, I took my son. He was about five years old, four or five years old. And it was at the Hartford Civic Center. And I went down there, and there was a lady who was completely naked, except she had paint. She was painted like a tiger. She had green and black paint. Her whole body was painted. She was painted like a tiger. She was inside a cage, and there was about 20 protesters marching in front of the Civic Center, screaming at all the families that were walking into the circus, saying, how dare we go in there? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucked up. I mean, yeah. I know I know that uh, You're telling this, me. this show was the last, uh, the last show that they're going to have the elephants and the tigers in. Yeah. So I guess they finally got their, uh, their point across. You know, I was so upset. Listen. If they want to protest, they don't like the circus, fine, whatever. But you know what? Don't do that when there's kids. That I mean, they were screaming, how dare you? I mean, they were freaked. My son was freaked out. All the other kids were freaked out. The other parents, don't do Listen. Yeah, it's just, fucked up. Just stop. Don't do that when the kids are trying to go to the circus. You know, you want to All pro- they're doing is scaring the kids, too. Exactly. Oh, they scared the hell out of my son. They were scaring, they're scaring everybody. Yeah. They were like, oh, my God, really? You really got to fucking do that with, you know, with the kids there? Come on. Absurd. But, uh, yeah, so that's good. You went to the circus. Yeah, I can't believe how expensive it is. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I bought four bags of cotton candy. It cost $56. <laughs> four bags? What are you buying four bags for? I had four kids. Oh, okay, you had four kids. So you didn't eat any yeah. of the cotton candy? Me, no. Okay, that's good. Because no. you're on a diet. I had, I had nine tickets and uh, four kids out of, the, out of the nine tickets. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. And, and then they wanted swords and all kinds of... I, I, it was a fortune. It was a <laughs> fucking fortune. The fucking tickets were $1,200. We better start selling those velocities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, speaking of drippers, I was just I was just on e cigarette 
And some fucking jerk ups on there puts a thread up talking about when's the Twisted Mess's uh, uh, squared uh, clone coming out. Really? The fucking dripper just came out. He just released it like a couple days ago. The guy wants to know when the, the, the clone's coming. You prick. <laughs> I mean, really? Come on. Unbelievable. Jerk ups are like, yeah, Fast Tick will probably have it soon. <laughs> Idiots. It's crazy. There's some really fucked up people. I had uh, I had a guy coming to <laughs> I had a guy come into my store, dude. I swear to God. He comes in, he says, Hey, he goes, I got a question. He goes, you know, I got some like DIY stuff like flavors and Nick and you know all this stuff. And I like figured out how to, you know, mix e liquid. And he's like, it's actually pretty good. It's not that bad. He goes, you know, I'm, I got like a little setup in my bathroom and I'm mixing it up in my bathroom right now. He goes, you know, I got a question. He says, if I mixed up uh, some e-liquid for you guys, you know, and I could sell you like 120 mil bottles for like, you know, 15 bucks, would you carry it in your store? <laughs> I like, I said, listen, I don't think anybody will carry that in their store. Well, why not? <laughs> Bathroom brandy yeah. liquid. I'm trying to explain this to him. And then, you know, he's like, oh, well, I see guys on Reddit do it. I said, then you know what? Go on on Reddit. Go be like the, the other idiots on there and uh, sell uh, 20. making juice now. <laughs> JC West got a juice line now. Yeah, I saw- <laughs> I tried. I asked him to come on. He hasn't responded to me. I-, I wanted to ask him about his juice line. Oh, man. I- yeah, I, I don't know what ha- I, I He's got a that- show, too. Yeah, I see that he's back. I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't answer his Skype anymore, but I, I sent him a Skype saying, I want to have you come on. And uh, I got no response unless he doesn't go on his Skype anymore. I have no idea. Yeah, he started a big shit show about Vape Forward's new new uh, products. Yeah, I wanted to ask him about that, too. Yeah. I'm using one right now. I'm using the stout. I got the fucking I got two lights and two stouts. I love and- the stout. I think it's great. Yeah, it's they're good. I had a problem with one of them. I emailed the company. They sent me a brand new one. Yeah, I haven't had a problem at all. I have my Super Tank Mini on it. Actually, uh, there's this guy that does uh, labor, laser engraving. He engraved uh, the Vapor Venue name and logo on it. I love it. It's great. Yeah, I'm going to get J.C. West on. I'll, 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 I'll figure out how to get him on. We'll get him on here. I miss J.C. West. <laughs> this is the last time he came back. We're going to smoke some dope, shoot some meth, then we're going to do a video. <laughs> then we're going to do a video. <laughs> Remember, that was the last time we get... Oh, and by the way, if there's anybody that's on hold that wants to talk to me, 347-308-329. But if you're on the hold, on hold, uh, you got to press the number one. Some guy called my store this week, Dino. This is what I have to deal with. We get a lot of juice samples, okay? And... Uh, so I'm not going to say his company. If he's on hold or he said he's going to call up my show, uh, you got to press the number one if, if, if you want to be put on the show if you're on hold. But anyway, um, you know, he asked me what I thought of his, you know, I said, we're just going to pass in. He said, well, what'd you think of the juice? I was honest. I said, it was all right. You know, it was, uh, I said, you know, out of zero to 100, I give it like a 60 or 65. And he got upset. Some of these guys get very upset. What are you talking about? And then he's like, well, what juice is better? 
And I told him, I said, oh, pin up, uh, boosted. I started, <laughs> I started naming all these juices. He didn't like that. He got very upset. At one point, he, he uh, proceeded to tell me that he was a six foot four Puerto Rican from New York, which I don't know if that was him like trying to scare me or I don't know what. Um, but, uh, you know, I, so I want to scare you into liking his juice. <laughs> I don't know. I just think he was getting upset with me because I was being honest. Oh, and that now don't get me wrong. Listen, the packaging that the juice came in was beautiful. It's the nicest packaging I've ever seen. It was like in this beautiful box. The bottles were nice. It was really, really nice. Right. I'm like, wow, look at this. But the juice isn't that good. No, he said something to the effect of uh, it's all about marketing. It's all about marketing. And I said, no, it's not. I said, now that's where you're wrong. I said, if you make a good e-liquid, you could put it in a plain white fucking bottle and 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 word will catch on and, and you'll sell it. I said, it's not all about marketing. So at this point, he start, we started going back and forth. And, you know, listen, I thought we ended it off nice. I said, Let, he's like, I hope I see you at one of those conventions. I said, well, if I see you, I'm going to buy you a beer. I mean, listen, I appreciate the guy was so passionate about his juice. You know, he was obviously very passionate. And then he says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to call on your show on Sunday. I'm calling in. I said, go ahead. I'll bring you on the air. I got no problem with that. No, you should take, you know, <laughs> somebody tells you your product is not, is okay and tells you, you know, maybe you should take that as maybe you need to try harder, you know, work on it a little bit more. Instead of getting all pissed off about it, if somebody told me I fucked something up, I would take that and try to make it better. Well, I get all bent out of shape. Well, I mean, you know, I think he, he was also trying to make the point of taste is subjective. And I said, yes, I understand that. Some people yeah, may I mean, like look at it me. and I, I don't. I fucking vape one juice. Everything else tastes yeah. like shit to me. Yeah. But I mean, it, honestly, it wasn't just me. Nobody in there. <laughs> Nobody liked it. But you know, whatever. I mean, you know, he. Oh, and then you start. Oh, we're in shops all over the world. Well, that's great. I mean, listen, good for him. You don't want to worry about losing vapor vein. Yeah, I said, you know, that's great. I hope you're successful. He just got very, very upset. So he kept on telling me, "I'm calling in." So if you call in, just type the number one if you're on hold, and I'll, I'll bring him on. I told him I'd bring him on. I kind of like the guy. I like that he's so passionate. <laughs> was he was very passionate about that e-liquid but yeah this happens Dino when you're working you know when, when you're at a brick and mortar we get a lot of juices sent to us some of them are okay some aren't and I'm just honest what do you, I, you want me to lie to them you know I'm honest if something's good I'll say it's good some if people it's, just want to hear what they want to hear I guess I have no idea I mean it's nuts holy shit but yeah he was uh he was interesting so yeah that was pretty much my uh my two interesting things that happened to me at work. <laughs> I still love my job. Though. I love my job. You know, I love it. I love that job. I love that shop. It's fun. I want to bring Jeannie on real quick because there's something I want to discuss that I didn't even realize that I just came across the other day. And she's like Miss Juice Expert. Where is she? Where's Jeannie? You know, I never made an intro song about Jeannie ever. Never, ever. Gotta work on that. I don't know. I, uh, hi, Jeannie. Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Dino. Hello. So I have. I, I, this is why I brought you on, Gina. I have a question. This is. This was amazing to me. Again, I'm online searching things. Um, apparently, there are Facebook groups. There, there's all kinds of stuff. Facebook groups. Esig Reddit has a bunch of threads about this. Um, there's actually a website. They, now, get this, Dino. I didn't even think about this. They have all this stuff. There's clone juices. Like, they have the name of the company. 
the name of the juice and their recipe. So you could just go on and just like everything was there. Cutwood, uh, uh, Cosmo, every company. There was one website. It was all these companies listed and exactly what they use in their recipes to make that exact e-liquid. Has this been going on for a long time, Jeannie? Yes. Oh, why is and that? Why is that okay? That's not okay. Not okay. But first, let me let me clue you in a little bit first, Kevin. Um, a lot of these clone recipes, if if you were to try it and you were to make it and you were to vape it, um, the vast majority of them don't even taste like the product that they're saying they cloned. Okay, so there's that. Okay, because Boba, Boba's Bounty mm-hmm. is people have been trying to clone Boba's Bounty for five years. Yes. Why? <laughs> well, I'm with you in that group, Kevin, or Dino, because I am like, well, why? I never really liked it. It's not to my palate. But anyway, so people have been trying to clone that for five years. Nobody, no fucking body at all has accomplished it. Okay. Um, and cloning a product, to me, DIY isn't about cloning. And for the people that are in it just to clone something, they show the biggest lack of creativity I've ever seen in my fucking life. The point of DIY is, okay, I went out and I tried a banana milkshake e-liquid one time, and I'm like, oh, this is really good, but you know what would make this better? And so I set out to make a banana milkshake that was exactly what I wanted it to be. Not to be better than the other one, but to be better for me and my palate and what I wanted. That's the point of DIY. The point of DIY isn't to go out and and rip off every one of these e-liquid creators that have been out there. Because a lot of times, these recipes, they don't just sit down one time and say, oh, you know what, I'm going to throw some of this and some of this and some of this and some of this. Oh, look at yay. That's, That's not how the recipe was created. They started with an idea in their head and made it up and thought, no, this isn't exactly right. I want to do this. And they made another version. And then they made another version. It might be 30 or 40 versions in before they have it exactly the way they want it. Okay, well, I have a question. But before I ask my question, because you just brought up something and made me remember, Corey from Boosted, I'm going to remind you again, Corey. I'm, I'm going to do this every fucking week until I get a response, Corey. Corey from Boosted E-Liquid shamrock shake i'm waiting for you to create the shamrock shake i'm assuming that you're doing it i'm just assuming that that you're like behind the scenes creating a shamrock shake don't forget Corey. i'll email you again i'll remind you every motherfucking week i'll email you every week until you make a shamrock shake so Corey, what kevin's asking for (laughs) flavored sucralose that's all he wants. No. Mint, mint flavored sucralose. That is that is what you want, Kevin. No. Because all the shamrock shake is is mint flavored sugar. No, no, no. Let me tell you. No, because I've tried a few shamrock shakes and I, no, they're not it. I, Corey knows how to make a shake. That strawberry milkshake he fucking makes is phenomenal. He knows how to make shake. Oh, so no, no, no. he's I'm got the hard part down. Corey's abilities. What I'm saying is a McDonald's shamrock shake is mint flavored sugar. Um, that thing has got more fucking sugar in it than anything. So, Kevin, you and how worried you are about all the things that you're vaping, you want something that's got enough sucralose in it to give you brain cancer. 
whatever. I want Shamrock Shake. I want. I want. If there, I'm sure there'd be a way to make it without all that. Corey can make. He's got the shake. He's got the shake part down. That's what I'm trying to say. He's got the shake. He just yes. needs that, and he can add whatever. I don't know. He'll figure it out. He'll make it so it's safe and it's Shamrock Shake. I have faith in Corey. That fucking strawberry milkshake. I can't get enough of it. I, I've been vaping it all goddamn week, and I love it. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, and uh, by the way, for people who like pinup, I'm using Sophia right now. Pinup, he's got two new flavors. Two new flavors from pinup. Very exciting. But anyway, so I have this question, Jeannie. So do people take, now let's say someone does, is able to get a recipe and perfect. Let's say someone's able to perfect, uh, I don't know, uh, Boss Reserve from Cutwood, Okay. If they're able to perfect it and get it just right, are there people actually going out and selling this, selling it as the Boss Reserve clone? They're not that dumb. They name it something else and say, oh, this is better than whatever. So they are selling it. They just give it, a, obviously, they just give it a different name. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, why is that going on? <laughs> why is anybody throwing a fit about that? That's fucked up. That's so different than people ripping off fucking Dino's Velocity and cloning it. Exactly. It's still shitty. It's just shitty in another way. Oh, my God. We're doomed. Do that in the world, Kevin. I, I, I Listen, I, 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 I'm not in this DIY world. I just came, came across this shit, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. People are like, I mean, I saw some of the, you see the Reddit threads. Are those correct? I mean, there's list and list of companies and names and the recipes. I mean, I, I don't Reddit at all, Kevin. Um, I barely know how to operate Twitter, for fuck's sake. Um, but I will tell you, um, the, the DIY group on Facebook that I help admin um, and there's like five admins of this group. You know what I get called a lot? I get called Hitler a lot. And you know what it's about every fucking time? Because I have deleted somebody's post where they posted so-and-so clone. Or they've said, does anybody have a clone for so-and-so? And those posts are always deleted. And they are deleted as soon as one of us sees them. And that's what people get pissed about is we that one of the main rules we have is don't post a clone, don't ask for a clone, because nobody will help you here. Well, they don't and need to because there's plenty of other Facebook uh, groups that you can post them. What are they going to your group for? I've seen plenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't need to be there. As long as of other, uh, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm not up for the, yeah, I'm not up for the cloning at all. If you vape something and you really like it and you're like, well, but, you know, it would be better if, well, that's when you sit down with your stuff and you make it better. You make it more to your individual palate because, you know. It's so much easier to copy. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no, Dino's right. Just copy. so much easier to copy. Yeah. Just copy. Well, of course, with the velocity it is because they got one and they sent it over and they said, here, make this. With e-liquid, it's generally not that simple. Um, sometimes it is. You would you would be really surprised at some of the really prominent juices out there are basically a single flavoring. But I would also imagine this would be, I would think, be encouraging companies to create their own flavors at this point. So they can't be cloned. It does. And in a good way. That I mean that that aspect um, is 
good for the industry that these companies are going out and they're going to flavor manufacturers or companies like Flavor Art are sitting down and Flavor Art goes back down to shameless plug. <laughs> kind of sorta. If I was going to shameless plug, it would be somebody else too and I didn't say her name, but you know, she really fucking awesome. Um but you know, Flavor Art goes down to the molecule levels and and develops their stuff. Um you have a lot of flavoring companies out there that are going to huge flavor manufacturers and saying, I want this. And the company will send them a sample and they'll be like, no, it needs, mm, it needs more mint to it. You know, it needs more of a wintergreen bite to it. Or, you know, this isn't creamy enough. Um, and, and that for the DIYers and the, and, you know, the people like Jeremy and Joe and all them, it's, it's good for them. Because it allows them to expand their flavor lines that they're going to market and sell. Okay. Um, I DIY because it's fun for me. It takes vaping to an entirely new hobby level. You know, Dino makes awesome coils and then he comes up with these fantastic dripper ideas. And that's good for the industry. But he came up with a lot of these ideas because everything he was using, he could think of a way to make it better. I don't know if Dino makes awesome coils, but <laughs> not, not as good as you. <laughs> but yes, no, no. I listen. I just I I had no idea that there was this huge cloning juice thing going on, and I uh, what the fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and and, and there's no need to do it. it you know yeah, what? You really wouldn't know that. You know? I mean, no. it's if you ask anybody that does DIY, most of them will tell you, oh, yeah, I've seen a clone for that. Oh, yeah, I've seen a clone for that. You know, it's kind of like um, when Dr. Parcelinos came out with the study and everybody started talking about diacetyl and AP. Well, most of the people that DIY had some knowledge of this. Um, I would say better than half of us knew it was there, knew what it would cause, and knew that it was an issue, but at what levels? You know, people didn't know that, but the average vapor had never heard of diacetyl. I want to thank you for, for pronouncing diacetyl correctly. You're the only person on the fucking planet that announces it correctly, diacetyl. Everybody's always diacetyl, diacetyl. It's diacetyl. Huh. It really doesn't matter. I mean, yes, it does. It matters if you don't pronounce something correctly. It matters. <laughs> it doesn't talk matter. to Kurt Kistler. He he says it both ways. Well, no, Kurt's got to say diacetyl. I am not going to tell the chemist from Penn State University that he is not pronouncing a chemical term correctly. Kevin, I would. I, I hey, I told him he sounded like Bill Godshaw. <laughs> <laughs> He does. All right. So there's this. Oh, and, and I don't want to uh, forget this either. Jeannie, I'm sure, knows about this. This whole mess going on in California, right, Jeannie? Yeah, it's a train wreck. Yes. SBX 2-5. Call. Please, please call. Here's the number you call. This is what you, this is what you have to do. Call you the gotta call. Governor. You got to call Governor Jerry Brown. Okay. Call Governor Jerry Brown now. Everyone's going to send a replay. Tomorrow, call Governor Jerry Brown. His number is 916-445-2841. And tell him you object to this bill. Because this is nuts. 
This bill is, I mean, listen, it defines uh, e-cigarettes, any vaping products, as far as I know, as a tobacco product. You're fucked. That goes through, you're fucked. California's fucked. It's that well, simple. It is, I mean, and because they're they're talking about devices and batteries, and if you sell it in a vape shop, yeah, it's it's considered a piece a of yeah, a piece of cotton is a tobacco product. <laughs> it's crazy. CVS, if you go to CVS and buy cotton, yeah, that's not. Isn't that crazy, Dino? So if they sell batteries in a vape shop, in California, it's a tobacco product. But if you sell that same battery at a fucking gas station, it's not. Anything inside a vape shop is a tobacco product. They can sell you fucking sell weed any way you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can they can fucking smoke their brains out, get high all they want. That's fine. But god damn these e-cigarettes. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. This is well, this well, is a mess. Universities, and that's what people don't realize is they think, oh well, this is a university study. So it therefore it's honest. Uh wrong. Um California tobacco control is a huge, huge business in the state of California. And all of these people in tobacco control and doing all this research, they get all of their money from tobacco tax and big pharma funding. So, yeah, imagine that. And what I don't like is I was uh, there was a thread on East. I don't know why I go to the C-Cigarette. It drives me nuts. There was a thread on E-Cigarette the other day where people, someone posted, said, please call the governor, blah, blah, blah. This one guy, I can't find it. I looked for it before the show. I can't find it. But this one fucking asshole, he'd been vaping for a couple years. He's like, you know, what? it was all eyes. I do it yourself, and I have plenty of mods, and I, I have plenty of drippers, and, and I have pl- I, I'm just going to stock up, and I, I have this. I have that. I, I, I. So I'm not even going to bother. He said, I'm not even going to bother to call because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty set. You fucking asshole. You jerk off. You know what? You, let me tell you something. To, you discovered vaping. You want to know why? You were able to discover all this stuff that you're stocking up on, you prick. Because years before that, people were fighting so that this would still be around two years ago so that you could find this stuff and you could become a vapor. Now, what about the people that are smoking that haven't found this yet? That haven't discovered it yet? Oh, fuck them, right? Yeah, as long as you're good. I, 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 I. If I see one more fucking asshole go, I'm just going to stock up. You're a fucking dick. You know what? If we had that attitude years ago, you'd still be smoking. You wouldn't have all the stuff that you have now. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop being fucking selfish and think about other people just just for a little bit. And just realize that you wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't for other vapors before you that fought so you would be able to find these products and start vaping. Do the same. Pay it forward, you fuck. I, I, you know, Gina, it's all over the place. Well, I just stock up. I stock, I'll get DUI, I'll get DIY stock up. I'll get 20 years of nicotine, I'll be fine. You need value. <laughs> what the fuck? That's why we're doomed. That's why we're doomed. There's too much of that. No, too much. it's not. Um, you know, do, do we have a fight? Yeah, we have a fight. Um, I got to stay out of the, the doom and gloom of it, though, because you, do we have assholes like that? Yeah, we do. But... Then, you know, we have Bill Godgell, who you referred to earlier. We have Gregory Conley. David Dorn exists in the world. Jan Johnson exists in the world. You know, we, we, have, we have all of these advocates that exist in the world. And I have to say that Jan, to me, is worth a thousand of the fucking 
me, 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 my people. We need people to step. That's wonderful. We have all these, but that doesn't matter. We need people to step up and do something. You know, we have here in Connecticut, Jeannie, we have done well. Okay. Just the other day, just Wednesday, they had a hearing to, uh, they want to raise the age to buy uh, cigarettes and e-cigarettes to 21. Okay. We have managed, and, and you know what? We'll, we'll probably get through this, and they probably won't. Well, hopefully they won't do it. But what we have done here in Connecticut, which is not going on everywhere, which it should be, okay? There's about, I think we have 21 stores now, 21 stores who donate to a lobbyist, who are part of our Safada Connecticut chapter. We all band together. Now it's tough. We're competitors. Not everybody likes each other. There's that going on too. But you know what? Whatever the fuck, we all banded together. We pay this lobbyist. She goes. We 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 stick together, and and it's been working. Thank God, it's been working. This needs to be done everywhere. And when you have laws like, for example, the eighteen, they want to raise the age of twenty-one, right? We as businesses can't go there and and say we're against it. They're not going to listen to us. They're going to say, oh, I bet you are because you can't sell. So we as businesses can't say anything. If you have a proposed bill coming up in your state and you're 18, 19, or 20 and you want to continue to vape, you got to fucking go there and say something and testify and say, please don't do this. Say but They I, can't. They got to go to a cloud competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah they got, they're, they're blowing O's. They don't have time for it. It's ridiculous. Go, I got to practice my jellyfish. <laughs> Most fucked up part, you know, though. It's but it's it's so simple. All the, you know what I would do if I was nineteen years old, I would go to this thing. I say, listen, I'm old enough to go in the military, be sent to a foreign country, and die for your freedom. I'm old enough to die for your freedom. Then I should be old enough to smoke a fucking cigarette or buy an e-cigarette. Done. What are they going to say to that? What well, are they going to say to I've that? I've been a proponent of we need to pick an age that people are an adult. And, and that age needs to apply to everything. It needs to apply to entering the military. It needs to apply to drinking beer. It needs to apply to tobacco. It has to apply to everything. Um, there is an age. People fucking pick one. But that, that one age needs to, needs to apply to all of it. But the thing is, back when you were talking about this and the whole Tobacco 21 thing, you're, you're not even touching on the biggest part of that that pisses me off. The part that pisses me off is... They want to raise to buy cigarettes to 21. They want to raise to buy an e-cigarette product to 21. Yet your 12-year-old can walk into CVS and buy a box of nicotine gum or nicotine patches. Yes. It doesn't apply to those products. Yes. Why? It's nicotine. It's still exactly. nicotine. So exactly. Watch this. I'm going to watch this, Gina. I'm going to get Dino find up. D- Dino, have you seen this? What am I looking at? I'm, I'm going to put the link. <laughs> I'm going to put the link in the chat. <laughs> Hang on. I'll put it in the replay notes too. Okay. There's the link in the chat. This is the World Series of Cloud Chasing. Seriously? <laughs> yes. They travel around the country and they have competitions. And then there's going to be a World Series. <laughs> There's West Coast Circuit, East Coast Circuit, <laughs> Southern Circuit. This is where I can't fucking believe it. They even knocked off the MLB logo. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, I, it's, I, this is right. priceless. Now, you know, I I don't have anything oh. against clock chasing. I, I think do. There's <laughs> Um, and there really is. There's a place and a time for it. If that's what you want to do, fine. There's they, no you know, place, no time for, for 
<laughs> um, you know, walking in front of, you know, six little kids, probably not the place or time for it, guys. The, the don't be a dick rule applies. Um, and people forget that. Um, people forget common courtesy, you know. Dino, would, would you be happy if some guy walked up to you and your grandson and he's like, man, I love this velocity and blah, 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 blah. Hey, looky here. And he blew a humongous cloud in your grandson's face. I would fucking take his head off. Okay. That's what I would do. You know what? That's I'm, fucking rude. You yeah. know, you know he what? would be happy that he's got a velocity and he really likes it. I don't you, give a fuck what he's got. He would be really pissed that he blew a cloud in your Yeah, in your, that's why we're fucking, that's why this, it's fucking stupid, please. I, it, it, this is like such a, a, a futile argument that the problem, the biggest problem with vapors is vapors. That's the problem. That's the biggest problem. The fucking the, the whole country is not going to fucking get on board with this until this st stupidity stops. And you know, because it's become a sport now. Yeah, I but mean, come on, seriously. But Dino, but but Dino, Dino. The World Series of Cloud Chasing is the largest most prestigious elite governed active vaping cloud competition in the world. <laughs> I love the – I'm looking at the qualifiers and the stores. The facility must have a 25-foot flat wall for the, for, the WCOC, for the WSOCC media wall where the competitors will stand back-to-back -back and exhale their respective clouds to each side of the banner. What a fucking bunch of bullshit. Get these guys on the show. <laughs> wonder why your asshole friend J.C. West has come out with a competition e-liquid line. Seriously, Kevin? He has. Has he really? It's 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 a competition juice line. Did you not fucking read it? <laughs> I didn't know that. God. Oh, that makes it even better. So, Kevin, I, I uh, listen. Jay, I I like JC. He's he's a little wacky, but <laughs> he's an asshole. I was He's got a show. I was watching the show. Yeah. I swear, it's straight out of fucking Deliverance. <laughs> It's 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 pretty because it, th 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 they're from real down there, you know. The banjosy. Oh yeah. Do yeah. you hear banjos when you listen to my show? Sometimes. Mm, no, not really <laughs> banjos. I hear them break out every once in a while. Okay, yeah. Jeannie, I want to thank you for coming on. We don't get to have you on much, and it's. Lovely Kevin, to have I, you. I was going to see you in a week, but I'm not. Yeah, it, actually, it's two weeks, and I'm very disappointed in you that you're not. That 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 upsets me. That it doesn't upset. I'm not upset, Jeannie. I'm disappointed in you. Had I known, had I known prior <laughs> to buying a non-refundable plane ticket to Chicago, it would be different. Uh, oh well, you're going to miss a good time. That's all I'm I saying. Know. Sorry, I wish I could be there. Because you're not going to be in Chicago, and you nope. won't be VaporCon, so, you know. Nope. But, by the way, Kevin, I'm getting a brand-new grandson tomorrow. A oh, brand-new grandson. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. My, my, daughter, <laughs> my daughter is so sick of being pregnant. She's, she's had several times here in the last week and a half that, like, oh, yay, we're having this baby. Oh, no, we're not. And uh, so they had finally decided they were going to induce her on Tuesday. And then uh, this weekend they went, you know what? We're going to change that. Um, be at the hospital first thing Monday morning. <laughs> so my grandson Tucker will be here tomorrow. So, And I'm not hiding it. I'm, I'm not not telling people like, you know, you didn't bother to tell any of us that your beautiful little girl was born. Um, so there's that. 
Now, let me ask you this. Are you going, uh, they're inducing her when, tomorrow? Are you going to go to the hospital and be there? Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Yes, why? Why wouldn't I? I, I'm just wondering. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to be the first grandma to hold this baby. I mean, when when they induced Jamie, nobody was there. It was just me. <laughs> and, it, and it was rough. It was very rough when they induced her. That shit just kicked in, and she was like, whoa. No, I would never leave I would never leave either one of my daughters alone through that. No, I've, I've been there, done that, and yeah, no, no. I, I would most definitely be there. Even if we had been moved to Tennessee already, I would have come back for that. Yes. Yeah. Moving, are you going to move to Tennessee? Yes. Oh, boy. I think she'll fit in just nice down there, though, Dino. She'll be good in Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, for the banjos. <laughs> and your washboard. you got to bring that, too. Well, of course I have to bring my washboard. You know, and there's a lot of people that don't realize that I was telling Upstomp that the other night that Dino had actually sent me a washboard. And he's like, it's a fucking joke, right? And I'm like, I don't know if you meant it for a joke or not, but, you know, I've got it in case, you know, the world ends. No, it was definitely a joke. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, how many people could you send a washboard to? It'd be like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So, all right. Well, right thank bye, you. boy. Thank you, Janie. Janie, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, there she goes. There goes Jeannie. World Series. <laughs> this is so dumb. Oh. I'm looking at the fucking video, too. <laughs> I know they're, they're actually coming to Springfield. They're coming to a vape shop in Springfield, which is like 45 minutes from me. I almost want to go up there with a recorder and... and <laughs> And just ask him questions. No, John John Nathan, I know this is my show. John Nathan, I'm putting out a request to John Nathan. John Nathan, please, please, because you live in Mass now, go to the World Series Cloud Competition in Springfield, Mass, and interview those people. He's too busy doing hand checks. <laughs> well, please, stop the hand checks, and, and, and pl- I, that would be wonderful. Please, please, Mr. Jonathan Nathan, do that. Go to the cloud comp <laughs> and bring your recorder. Oh, that'd be good. He he'd, he'd be much, he would do it much better than I would. He really would. Oh, we're doomed. So two weeks, two weeks from Saturday. Yeah, so two weeks away. We're going to be uh, March 19th, I believe it is. We're going to be at uh, Vape Northeast. You and I are going to be doing a live show. It's going to be fun. You must be there. Who's judging the cloud comp? Oh, at the at the Vape Northeast? I don't know. We should sign up for judges. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask him if we if we could be judges. Yeah, I want to be a judge. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking bring tomatoes with me. You're a fucking moron. Next. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, I'll see. Series of cloud chasing. Oh my God, what yeah. is this fucking world coming to? Yeah, I know. Total, the total pool prize will be in excess of a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I want to see that payment. I'm telling you, I, I, I believe Some it. Some poor fucking kid is gonna quit his job to fucking get on this tour. Yeah, that's right. 
First annual W. Oh, look, the 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 first annual WSOCC tournament is open to anyone over the age of eighteen. So I guess they're not going to have any in California. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you're right. Someone is. Some, believe it or not, someone actually has quit their job. Their poor parents are like, oh, my God, get this fucking yeah, kid out of my house. Yeah, there's some, like, poor fucking father <laughs> who broke his ass for 30 fucking years to, yeah. like, put his kid through school. <laughs> and he's decided that he's not going to go to school. He's going to become a professional vapor. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sitting in the basement blowing clouds as we speak. Yeah. I got to practice, yeah. And the poor father's upstairs fucking banging his head against the fucking wall. You're gonna get a fucking job or what today, son? Dad, I got practice for the competition. You don't understand. <laughs> Nobody understands me. Who would a hundred thousand dollars, Dad? Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, what I, I'm gonna I did an interview with Tim the other day, so I'm gonna play that now. So I'm I'm going to let you go, Dino. It's All right. been fun as always, and we will talk to you next week. All right, boy. Good night. All right, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got to move on. Anyway, I I did an interview the other day with Tim, my friend Tim from RY4 Radio. Tim does a show called The Lock-In. I love Tim. I love his show. It's fantastic. I interviewed Tim because I wanted him to talk about the Tobacco uh, Products uh, Directive, the TPD, the TPD, Tobacco Products Directive. That's going on in Europe. People need to know about this. We simplified it to make it as easy as possible for everybody to understand, and it's something that all vapors should listen to and should hear. It's very important. So I'm going to play this interview now. This is Tim and I talking about the Tobacco Products Directive and other things. We talk about other things as well. Where is it? Here it is. Here we go. All right, we are back. I have Tim from RY4 joining us. I'm very happy about this. I love Tim. I love his show. He does a show called RY4 Radio out of the UK. Great guy. And yes, Tim, ladies and gentlemen, is so money supermarket. Hey, darling. You're so money supermarket. You are, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Kev. So you, I mean, well, I mean, it's a very British thing, the money supermarket adverts. And yeah, we get those all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll send you some more when we get some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I love that commercial. I watch UK television. I watch ITV sometimes. I watch mm-hmm. uh, BBC. Uh, there's CBS Reality. There's uh, Channel 5. There's a bunch of them. And that commercial is always on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I want to thank you for joining us. The reason I'm having Tim on, not because he's such a wonderful guy. I love Tim. We haven't had him on in a while. In fact, the last time you were on, you had a few drinks in you, and you were fantastic. Well, it's a bit early for that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is a bit early, but, man, it was, it was wonderful. You know, so I, I'll never forget, I, was, I would be a guest on Tim's show sometimes, and... Uh, you had your Skype on one time. You had your video on. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I was watching Tim do the show, and I'll tell you, you were so fucking hammered mm. that you could barely sit up. But, you, you, I mean, you wouldn't know listening to you. I mean, you were just, like, speaking perfectly and getting the show done, and I'm like, how is this guy doing this? I mean, <laughs> Ye- Years of experience, mate. I'll tell you, that's what it is. 
<laughs> oh, it was completely fascinating. So yeah, I wanted to have Tim on because I've been seeing a lot in the UK, or not in the UK, but actually in Twitter, I follow a lot of people in the UK of what's going on with uh, you know vaping in the UK. From what I see, things aren't that good. I know here, Tim, things are, mm-hmm. are not getting good. The uh, FDA was supposed to come out with its regulations last September, October, actually August, between August and October. Of course, they're not out yet. So what's happening now is states are saying, fuck this, we're going to take over, we're going to make our own laws. Uh, you know, what happened in California the other day was absolutely devastating. Uh, in fact, here in my state, they just had a hearing on Wednesday. They want to raise the age to buy cigarettes and vaping products from 18 to 21, which I think is complete fucking bullshit because in this country, well, Tim, in this country, you're okay, 18 years old, you're old enough to go into the military. You're old enough to go to a foreign country, go to war and die for our country. You're old enough to do that, but yeah. you're not old enough to make the choice of whether you want to buy a cigarette or a fucking e-cigarette. That's well, crazy. I mean, they've, they've brought it into line with drinking out there, isn't it? Because I've been to the States a couple of times, and it's 21 for drinking out there as well, isn't it, if I yes. remember rightly? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm. And they should, Which, it should be 18 for that, too. I mean, I, it's just, I don't know. It's insane. Yeah. But, yeah, here the States are just taking over, and they're deciding, you know, we're not going to wait anymore. And it's it's scary. What happened in Chicago is scary. They pretty much just wiped out the entire brick and mortars in uh, Chicago. Um, it's starting to happen. So... I'm reading what's going on over in Europe. I mean, where are you at now with it? What 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 is what's going on so the people in the US can understand? Right. Well, the the thing is the regulations um you probably know about the tobacco products directive and article 20. Yes. That was that was put through the European Commission a couple of years ago um and it comes into force this year on the 20th of May. Okay? Now, at that particular point we will notice no difference at all in what's being sold in the stores and online. The first thing we'll notice is that the advertising is banned. You cannot advertise on television. You cannot advertise on um, the radio. Um, You can't promote products along with your radio show via the internet or however you do it. Um, So that's that's sort of the first thing that will stop. And that's <laughs> important to know because that's like, for example, you do a radio show, Vapor Trails, for example, right? They do yep. their show because yep. it go. They can no longer promote any sort or have any sort of advertising for any sort of e-cigarettes or vaping products, right? That's correct. Yeah, and oh. VTTV have already stopped all their sponsorship and advertising. Uh, none of the shows are sponsored by anybody anymore. There's no adverts anymore. Likewise with RY4 Radio, we've dropped all our web page advertising. We don't have any sponsored shows anymore. That's all gone. So we're sort of ready for that, and we're going to go towards May knowing that we're covered um, for, for all of that. Um, the funny thing about it, though, is, is if you want to advertise as a store, um, you can still advertise in cinemas. where where, where the films are rated R yeah Um, and if uh, if you want to also you can go along to the local bus company and you can wrap a bus in your in your in your store's (laughs) logo Um, and come and get come and get your e-cigs here you know you can do that still but you can't but you can't do TV advertising for instance say um, say a local shop sponsors a a football club right um, and there's there's, you know, there's buy your stuff at the so-and-so e-cig shop all around, all around the place. Um, as long as their um, football games never get televised, they can still have that. They can still have that sponsorship. It's a really sketchy thing. Um, so 
from that point of view, that's the first thing that will go in May. Um, and then it gets complicated after that. Um, I mean, can you stand out? Can you have somebody stand outside in the street and hold up a sign, you know, uh, advertising or I, it's bizarre. It's like you can do some things, but you can't do other things. Yeah, this, this is it. And it's, it's a very gray area because what you get from the EU commission is you get a directive um, and then you get a set of guidelines that you have to work within to make this directive work. And of course, because they're just guidelines, there's going to be loopholes. So, um, I mean, for instance, the store that I run, what we're doing is we have um, we have a, a loyalty card scheme. So people come in, they buy their bottle of juice, we swipe their card through the till, it gives them points. Right. So under those circumstances, we are entitled to email that customer with promotional activity. So if we're doing a 10% off day or a buy two bottles of juice, get one free day, we can email those people directly. We can give information in other in other circumstances but we cannot promote in other circumstances in the same circumstances so it's it's a bit of a weird situation so if somebody signs up for something basically like you could check a box when you're doing something on the on the internet you will get the promotional emails um but if you don't you can't send the promotional emails to those people so it's all about sign ups and customer base for us so that's what we're doing as a company we're collecting as many email addresses as we possibly can so we can direct mail all our customers with the 10% off days, the buy two, get one free days, that sort of thing. Okay, well then how about this? Can I write to ITV and say that I would like to see e-cigarette advertising and then uh, I give them permission and now they can have a separate, I guess, uh, network channel where I can watch my e-cigarette advertising? No, can't be done. <laughs> no, no, that, that comes under the go away, not a chance. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, I, I see what they're saying. Well, if a customer goes into a store and they're signing up for a rewards thing, uh, you know, then yes, they're, they're wanting the advertising. Well, I'm telling them I want the advertising, but they're saying no. No, never no, going to happen, not mate. Gonna happen. No, no. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the first thing that people are going to notice in the UK. Um, do you want me to, show, to go, go on to the rest of it? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. The way, the way products work in the UK, I mean, and in Europe, is that there are, there are going to be limitations, and it's going to be 10 milliliter bottles only. It's going to be 2 milliliter tanks only. Okay. Now, if I was to put a stick battery, like, a, like an Ego battery, on a tank, then it becomes a kit. So that kit is capable of uh, vaporizing a nicotine-containing product. Right. So you would have to have um, a toxicology report on the tank, a metallurgy report. This is all in guidelines at the moment, so we're not 100% sure exactly how it's going to work. Um, but on the flip side of it, if I've got um, a DNA 200 box in my cabinet, it does not, it, well, it is not capable of vaporizing a nicotine-containing liquid. So there's no regulation on that. That's a consumer product still. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. So, uh, so like an ego-style battery is capable of that, but a box with a DNA 200 is not. From what it's they not. Said. It only becomes capable of that when you put a tank on it, which cannot be bigger than two milliliters. So, okay. So tanks can't be bigger, can't hold any more than two mils of e-liquid. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you cannot sell any bottled e-liquid over 10 milliliters. That's right. What? And, and strength-wise, we cannot sell anything over 20 milligrams. But um, 
I don't think anyone's going to go quite that far. I think 18 is going to be the top level because at least at 18, the room for error is there. So you're not going to be over the top when, you know, with, with the... With well, the unless you're Mr. Doran. Mr. Doran's going to freak out. I mean... Well, he's all, he's all right now because he's, he's, he's discovered sub, sub-ohm vaping. So oh, okay, now yeah. with sub-ohm vaping, he's, he's down to something, you know, a lot less than 54 now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, and that's not that bad. Okay, so 18 right. milligram, that, 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 that can be dealt with. Yeah. That's easy. But the 10 mil bottle thing, I don't, I don't understand. Is there like a limit on how many bottles you could sell a customer? Like, you know, like you can only sell them so many or they can buy as many as they want. They can buy as many 10 mil bottles as they want. <sighs> so let's, let's now let's flip the coin again. And it's all about landfill and rubbish and packaging all going into the, into the, into the recycling. So there's going to be a lot of 10 mil bottles. But yeah. the, other, the, other, the other enjoyable thing is, is if it's a zero nicotine liquid, I can still sell you two gallons. <laughs> okay. So if it has no nick in it, you can sell any yeah. size you want. But if it has yeah. nick in it, then yeah. uh, right. you can only sell 10 minutes. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say uh, I live in Wales and mm-hmm. I order some e-liquid online from a company that's, say, in Ireland. Do they yeah. Can they only sell me 10 mil bottles or can they sell me any size? No, they can only sell you 10 mil bottles. Now, no. if you are living in wales and you order your e-liquid from the united states then you can buy whatever size the united states is allowed to sell oh so it's just the 28 eu countries that this is this is this affects i mean it's like with me for instance i make my own liquid and i want 72 milligram so i can get on the internet i can buy it from i don't know totallywicked.com out in the states yep um, and I can say I want my 72 milligram, 200 milliliter bottle, and they will mail it to me. And I just pay in dollars, and job done. Wow. <laughs> I mean, now, now working at a brick and mortar, is do uh, people in the UK kind of have that fear like it's going to affect us now? Because now people could just go online and go to these US online sites and get their 30 mils or 120 mils or 60 mils. I mean, is that is that a concern? Um, not particularly. I mean, a lot of people, it's not sunk in, Kev, because at the end of the day, your average consumer um, isn't somebody that's like immersed in the industry. All they're interested in is being able to come into the store uh, and buy their bottle of juice. Right. Um, you know, and if, if I say to them, I'm sorry, I, you can't have your 30 mil tobacco anymore. You can only have a 10. But if you buy three of them, I'll sell it to you the same price as I used to sell you 30 mil. Yeah, they're going to okay. go. Yeah, cheers, thanks very much. Yeah, um, and you know, and what's to stop me selling them a thirty mil bottle to just decant it all into? Well, right. I mean, I just get a, a shit ton of unicorn bottles and just yeah. you know, and add a buck to the price, and uh, there you go. Then they have to pour it in themselves, which is ridiculous. But okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, that sort of covers that. But from from this point on, um, any new products that are put on the market, because this this is quite an interesting way this works. Any new products that are put on the market need to be put on the market in Europe between now and May the 19th, May the 20th, okay? Um, Because after that point, if you want to bring a new product to market, you have to notify the MHRA um, six months in advance of the new product being launched. Really? Yep. So... Anything that's, I mean, this, this, this is going on in the UK at the moment. I mean, new products arriving at the shop every week. We're getting you know, new, new boxes, new tanks. All this stuff is pouring onto the market because once it's on the market before May, we can continue selling it um, ourselves right through to May 2017. Um, but there is a bit of a cutoff point at November 2016 when you will not be able to buy um, TPD-compliant 
uh, non-TPD non compliant goods. And it's down to the manufacturers, the um, importers, to register their product with the MHRA between May and November if they want to continue selling it after November. Okay. But well, so, okay, so so I understand correctly, so the audience understands. So let's say uh, in December of 2016, yep. uh, Kanger creates a, uh, a new mod. They just can't wholesale it to companies in the UK. They'd have to go through this approval process? Absolutely correct, yeah. I mean, um, if it was just a mod, which is a battery in a box, yep. it wouldn't be covered by the TPD because it's not something that is capable of vaporizing a nicotine-containing liquid <laughs> until you put a tank on it. So the, the tank the tank market is going to change quite dramatically. Right. There's not, there's not, I mean, if, if, if for instance, uh, I'm, I buy a, a, a Milo 2 tomorrow, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to continue to buy my Milo 2 atomizers indefinitely because they're not they're not affected it's, right. it's all it's all about being able to um vaporize nicotine containing products so i keep coming back to i mean for instance for instance i mean my geek vape griffin holds 3.5 mils of juice now even after the tpd's in if i wanted to sell that tank to somebody in a retail scenario i could because the tank itself isn't capable vaporizing an e a nicotine containing e-liquid <laughs> un until somebody's wound the coils and wicked it <laughs> you see this this i mean and this 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 question i mean um i probably haven't mentioned this but um andy uh, the director of the company and myself uh -huh. got invitations um to the mhra a little while ago for a workshop right um they basically they took a cross section from the industry there was online uh, online vendors, juice manufacturers, Isita was there, uh, retailers like ourselves were there. And it was a bit of a workshop. Um, and the idea behind it was, is how do you want the TPD to work in the UK? Um, they want to take a, a pretty pragmatic approach to it, but they wanted to hear what we wanted to say. So we went through these scenarios and the questions that were asked were about, you know, the drippers, the battery box on its own, and stuff like that. And the answer was, if it's not capable of vaporizing the nicotine-containing liquid, then it's okay. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't get involved. Um, so, you know, it's going to be it's going to be quite an interesting scenario as as it all starts to unfold. Does um, this include e-liquid as well? Sorry. Does this include e-liquid as well? Like, if you want to create a new flavor. Um, right now, this this is this is where it gets even more interesting because an e-liquid. Um, so I've got, um, a strawberry in a 10, I've got a strawberry in a 12, I've got a strawberry in an 18. They're all different SKUs. So they're, they are three different products because the nicotine value changes in each one. Right. Now, what I have to be able to submit to the MHRA through the EU porthole is a toxicology report, an emissions report, an ingredients report. Um, and you know, you know what flavor houses are like, you know, they don't really want to give up their cast numbers, but the cast numbers have to be given up. So that liquid would then become one product. So that liquid has to be tested at all strengths at this point in time. I, that may change, but at the moment it has to be tested at all strengths. So you take it off to a laboratory and they say, no worries. And this is this is this is a for instance. I have no idea about the real costs involved in this, but they turn around and they go, "Well, we'll test all three of those liquids for you. They're going to be five grand each. So you hand over your fifteen grand, 
and you get your liquid test and you get your report. You submit your report to the MHRA, who put it on the list of liquids being sold in the EU. Right. Uh, but not just the EU, in the UK. If you want to sell it in the rest of the EU, you have to pay a registration fee in each country you want to sell it in. And in the UK, the, the um, fee is set at £220 per SKU. So, Jesus. From, <laughs> and, then, and then after that, if you want to modify it, it costs you £60 to modify it. Um, oh, sorry, 100, it's 110 pounds to modify it and 60 pounds to maintain it on the register per year. So if you've got, I mean, some of these companies have got 50, 100 flavors in 20 different strengths or 10 different strengths, and they've got to pay everything by the skew. Nothing at all. You can't just go, well, I'll tell you what we do. We'll test the 18 milligram, and anything underneath that can't be anywhere near as bad. You've got to. <laughs> You've got to test each strength individually. So then so, you have to do all this, and then the MHRA, after you do all this, would have to approve it. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole point is I don't think, I don't think they quite wor worked out what this is going to entail for them. I think Well, the exactly. Day, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to have – what if they have 10,000 uh, fucking people sending in their liquid? I mean, what, are you going to wait five fucking years to, to get an approval? I mean – a friend of mine told me a little while back that uh, if a company, a big, one of the bigger companies in the UK, was to actually give all this information to the MHRA, I don't know whether this was tongue-in-cheek or not, it might have been, um, but it would take them 100 years plus overtime to read the whole fucking lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> It seems all crazy. Okay, so so there's there's that. What else? I mean, is there anything else that's included with it, or is that pretty much it? No, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, basically, anything you want to continue selling after November this year, you must have registered it between May and November. That's oh. the sort of six month grace period. Um, now, say for instance, my supplier has got a thousand bottles of thirty milligram, uh, thirty milligram. 30 milliliter bottles of tobacco left on the shelf after November. He then can sell them to me still until May 2017. I can then sell them until May 2017 as well. After the 20th of May 2017, no, nothing can be sold that hasn't been um, obviously notified or is not TPD compliant. So, so that's, that, re that's, re that's really about it, mate. And so is that even if you buy from the United States, say a uh, company, brick and mortar, just start buying from a distributor in the United States, a wholesaler in the United States, they would still have to go through the same process no, if you buy it? No, no, no. Um, basically, say, say, say you wanted to buy something in the United States, I mean, that was manufactured in the UK. Um, I mean, this, this, is, this is pretty straightforward. I mean, totally wicked. We can continue selling 72 milligram nicotine in the, their titanium ice bottles to every other country in the world except an EU country. Right. So, so they will still manufacture 72 in the UK and they will send it out to their US branch um, and they'll be able to sell it to anybody that's not in the EU. So basically 28 countries won't be able to buy it. The rest of the world will. Okay, so you, you depending just, on local laws, of course. Yeah, so you just wouldn't be able to buy it. Can the UK just like leave the EU? <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to get a chance. We're going to get a chance at that. But uh, you know, my feelings with the UK government pretty much are that if all the work that's gone into into sort of putting this together and putting it into law, um, they're not going to bother dropping it. They're going to turn around and they're going to go. Well, it's a framework that seems to work. 
Um, it's not as bad as we first thought. I mean, other people will disagree with me and, you know, they're entitled to their opinion. Um, but I've been to a lot of a lot of meetings. I've spoken to a lot of people in, you know, in, in high places. Um, and I think from my point of view, it's probably more workable than we ever thought it would be. But if we do leave the EU, then what's to say the UK government couldn't make, you know, could make it worse? When That's they start true. dipping their fingers in and messing about with it. That's true. They they they, they yeah. could make it worse. But then again, I think I mean the UK. It's not like it's a large country. If you have a lot of people vaping in the UK, yeah. um, you know, maybe there'll be a nut. Well, most won't give a shit. They won't come out and no, no, they won't. They won't. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're we're a very reserved bunch over here, and it'll be you can't have that. Oh, okay. Can I have something else? Something a little smaller? Yes, of course you can. I mean, the the two mil tank, right? I mean, the the, the two mil tank thing, right? That's that's great. We all know the modders out there are thinking. Do you know what? That's a two mil tank. If I was to stick a new bit of glass in that and a slightly taller chimney, it'd be a fucking five mil tank. Yeah. And that could be that's an aftermarket part, so it's in a bag, and right. it's two pound ninety nine or a fiver or whatever, um, and all that sort of stuff. All those questions were asked at the right time to the right people, um, and that's not something that people can stop. It's not covered by the regulations. So there's, you know, the the main, and I'll I'll go back on this because I love this. I love this one. The main problem is a nicotine-containing liquid. <laughs> and right. that's it. That, yep. that is the biggest bugbear of the, of the, of the TPT. And the, the strange thing as well is that in every different member state, all the 28 countries, there's going to be different regulation, where it was supposed to be a blanket regulation that made it the same in France, Germany, England, Italy, Greece, wherever. But it's going to be different in every country. Now, my question is this. Like, Okay, I'll give you an example. For example, here... Here in Connecticut, we now have to get a uh, permit to sell. Uh, there is now a uh, permit we have to get to be licensed by the state to sell vapor products. Okay, uh -huh. and uh, you know all brick and mortars in Connecticut, uh, whatever online, even you, you have to get this permit if you want to continue to sell vapor products. Yeah, and we we were talking to our lobbyist about it, and someone asked a good question. They said, well. Are, are, do they have any way to enforce or are they going to enforce that, you know, stores are getting these permits? And oh. she said, no, they have yeah. no way to enforce it, nor are they going to even they're not going to even come up with a way to enforce it. They're just going to hope that everybody does the right thing and gets this permit, which yeah. uh, now probably a bunch of them won't, which I'm going to. I mean, that there's a group of us that are actually going to we are going to get these permits. We ought to be within law. But, yeah, probably most won't. And there's. Do they now out there? Uh, let's say some stores say, "Yeah, fuck all this. I'm gonna continue to sell this. I'm not gonna do all that shit." Uh, do they have a way to enforce that that companies and stores are doing this or following these these rules? Well, well, after after the date of compliance, right, which is uh, next May 2017, um, trading standards, who are a branch of local government, basically, um, their job is to make sure that everybody's doing things correctly. Now. We're going to do things correctly. We're not going to have to have a permit. I mean, in France, um, you have to be a licensed tobacconist to sell vaping products. Yep. But in the UK, there's no talk of that so far. Um, but my first job is, is if I walk past a store that's down the road from me and I see something non-compliant in their window, 
I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to ring trading standards and say, well, if I've got to play by the fucking rules, so have they. Right. Um, and this is exactly how it's going to be policed. Now, at the moment, I mean, I've, I have the odd trading standards officer that comes in the shop. He's a customer. He knows nothing at this point about how this is going to work because the, implication, the, the implications have just not been communicated down to them. It's all going to happen between April and May that they will be told how this works and how they've got to do it. And it's the MHRA's job to make them do this, which is fine with, fine with me. But, I mean, we're going to toe the line. And if we have to get a license, Kev, and they say, you know, it's going to be like a license to sell drink and you've got to have a license to sell nicotine, we will get one. Right. That's not a problem. But everybody else with their little store has got to play by the rules. Um, and the problem that I foresee is a lot of the smaller shops that aren't part of uh, a major supply chain in the UK will end up still having to buy stuff on the grey market. Um, so they're going to have non-compliant stuff and they're going to get grassed up. They're going to have cloned stuff. They're going to get grassed up because it's my living and I'm not in a position where I want to compromise that because you know we've got a good supply chain which we've been you know reassured will be reliable after implementation of, of the um, Article 20 on the TPD. So, you know, that's how it's going to work. It's going to be it's going to be grass up your mate if he's had a drink and he's driving his car, you know? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that was my next question. Do you think because of this now, do you think this will create a black market where people are going online and just selling these products? Or, you know, you got some guy driving around in a fucking uh, Cadillac with his trunk saying, hey, you know, I got these. Do you think it's going to create a, uh, a black market? I do, I do, mate. Honestly, there's going to be a black market. Um, there's going to be grey imports. I'm, I'm hoping that the major suppliers in the UK will be able to sort of deal with the with the grey import stuff uh, and the clone stuff. But there's definitely going to be a black market. There's still going to be, you know, Fred down the road knocking up his juice in his kitchen right. and flogging it and flogging it to his mates. He may well be importing his nicotine from the states or any non-EU. Um, country but yeah that's going to be there there's going to be the guy with the with the black range rover and the rap music in the corner of the car park down at walmart you know it's, it's, it's going to happen right 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 yeah, yeah. well that, that's my question too now i like here for example we have uh uh like walgreens cvs huge huge pharmacy nationwide pharmacy chains we have gas stations uh obviously across the country that sell electronic cigarettes and I'm sure you have that there too. You have like big yeah, chain stores that sell the stick battery, you know, the crappy yeah. ones and stuff. Mm. Um, are they going to go through all this and comply, or are they just going to say, you know what, fuck it, we're just not going to sell them? I'm, we're not even going to bother with that. Do you know what? I think they're probably going to comply because the, the you know people like Elites, Blue, um, Skysig, they're all owned, they're all owned by tobacco companies. Yes, they've they, you know, they've got the money to to come up with this this compliant little stick cigarette in a box they've got it and and i'm sure they'll do it um there's um there's a company in the uk called one pound e-liquid where it's like a pound a bottle and it's pretty good gear there's nothing wrong with it at all um and they've just been bought by a pharmaceutical company so right. it looks like that's going to be what's happening with some of these companies and and yep you're still going to get it down at uh, the local corner store uh, you're going to get it in the garages yep it will be there mate so when this all takes effect is this it I mean, are you done? Does the, does the EU pretty much know, okay, this is what our rules are, this is what we have to go by, and it's done? Or do you think more could happen? I mean, could it get worse? Mm. Um, it could certainly get worse, especially in the UK, as I mentioned before. Some of the other countries, I mean, when, when you're given the directive, you can either enforce it to the letter or you can look at it and go, 
well, there's a bit of room to move on that. We can we can we can loosen that off a little bit. The guidelines aren't quite as tight on that, so we can make that a bit easier for people, which is what's being done in the UK. But other countries in the EU, they might just look at it and just gold plate it straight into straight into law um, by the letter, which makes things very difficult. I mean, there's all this talk about um, leak-free refilling mechanisms now. The, the idea is the nozzle of the bottle will be quite a lot longer and a lot thinner. So it could take you up to two minutes to fill your, twi- to fill your two mil tank. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're squeezing the shit out of it, trying to get it to fill. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but there's nothing to stop you taking that bottle home and getting your super soft, squeezy bottle with a needle on the end of it and just going, yeah, I'll stick it in there, shall I? Oh, it's full already. And, and, and you know, that, those are the things... That, uh, that that are going to make it a bit easier. I mean, I'm 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 fairly confident that with what's going to happen here in the UK, I will still have a job in eighteen months' time, and I'll still be earning a good living. Right. Um, that's 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 my feelings, my personal feelings. And I, a year, if you'd asked me this six months ago, I would have been thinking it's about time I'd polished up my disco gear and got my van back and started going out and working somewhere else. I, I honestly would have thought that, but now. Having had, I've been to the, I went to the E6 Summit uh, in London uh, back in November. Uh, I went to the MHRA um, earlier this year, and I've also been to our major supplier and had uh, a few days with them. And you know, I left there feeling very confident that things would be workable. Now, see, my concern here. Now, now, I, I we've been pretty lucky in our state. What they've said through a lot of this is. Uh, um, that they want to wait and see what the federal government's going to do, what the FDA is going to do. Um, yeah. They agree that it'd be rather confusing if they start making all these laws and, and rules, and then the FDA's is, is different, and then you have state law, federal law. Then gets, so they've been, you know, we're lucky where they've said for the most part, we're going to wait to see what the FDA is going to do. They're not going to wait much longer. But this is my concern because mm. R.J. Reynolds, these motherfuckers, last, uh, at the end of last year, they uh, came up, I don't know if you've seen it, but they have this, uh, I don't know if it's part of the Views uh, product line, but they have this tank now that they sell. Right. And there's a system with it where you can fill it without ever touching the e-liquid, ever. Um, you know, I, I don't know how it works. I've never used one before, but it's, it's, it's a way to be able to refill this tank without ever, ever touching e-liquid. Now, I'm sure they've got a million fucking patents on it, so nobody can even come close to creating anything that's like it. I'm sure they have. They're not dumb. And my fear is them convincing the FDA, listen, we don't need bodily liquid. There is a way you can have a tank system like they're using and have it be filled so the consumer won't even be close to even touching any of the sea liquid so they can't be harmed in any sort of way. Yeah. Now, if they were to, for some reason, convince the FDA that this is the way to go, and then the FDA thinks, oh, these people will be happy because we're approving you know, the kind of stuff they're using. It's just going to have to be in, in, in an enclosed system like this RJ1 uh, Reynolds that, that, that they have, mm-hmm. which would be impossible. Nobody could create it because there'd be so many patents on China couldn't even do it. They wouldn't even attempt it because RJ Reynolds would fuck them up. Yeah. Uh, then if they came out with that as part of the regulations, then RJ Reynolds owns the entire fucking industry and... Uh, you know, shit like that worries me. I, I saw it when I saw that. I said, "Oh my god, that's not good." 
that's scary shit because what if they are what if they convince them yes we can have this and have these bottles of juices and because uh, i know that's been a concern of the fda you know just these open bottles where people are actually could get you know liquid nicotine on their hands and then we have fucking uh, stupid assholes like that that fucking dumb doctor on the today show last year screaming uh if you get a little drip of this e-liquid on your hands it could cause death and all i mean you know, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> no, was that that fuck with the gloves on? <laughs> I, I, it's crazy. I, I, you know, I. So I, you know, I, I don't know what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't do that. And, and again, that would just be handing over the industry to the the tobacco to the, industry. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, in, in the UK as well. I mean, you you get all these twist, you know, push and twist cartridges. Um, they're going to be loving all that, but. Because of the way it's been looked at in the UK, they have promised they won't take away your bottle of juice. Um, because at the end of the day, if they stick a long nozzle on there, which restricts the filling speed, you won't be able to spill it. A good percentage of all the tanks that are available on the market now um, are top fill. Right. Or twist the top, poke it in the hole, squeeze it, twist it back off again. Yep. Um, so, so there's room for user error to cause a leak, but... In the in the scheme of it, if you use it correctly, then it shouldn't do. You know? So it's kind of like it's like, that. it's like filling your car up at the, at the petrol station. Right. I mean, I could squirt few. I could squirt petrol all over the floor because if, if I'm an idiot, I could do that. Right. Or right. I or I could get it in the tank of the car. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of like those goosenecks. Remember the gooseneck? Yeah, the lo- I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do. <laughs> Oh, that stupid gooseneck. Oh, I, I love when I get to 69, did a review of that gooseneck. I, I, I saw that going on. I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh. He was the first reviewer to come out and say how fucking stupid that thing was. I was so happy when he did that. Vapor whores. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was crazy. I, I, I'm like, oh, my God, someone with common sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, you know, I have a question. So, like, oh. here um, in the United States, this is what I notice. What I notice is smaller devices are getting very popular. The mini volt, hugely popular. I see that the smaller devices, people are jumping on that. Uh, ceramic coils, very popular right now. They're getting very, very popular. And the e-liquid that's getting popular now is cannoli e-liquids. It used to be, now it's yeah. cannoli. Gone. Now it's yeah. cannoli. Everybody's got a cannoli fucking e-liquid. Um, is it the same over there, or or, or is it different? Is there? Any, well, um, the, the, the smaller units are becoming quite popular. Um, people people are really opting for the, the the regulated boxes. I mean, the biggest sellers still are the ice the the ice stick boxes, that sort of stuff. Right. Um, you've got you've got a fraternity. I would say twenty percent of the UK market is into winding its own coils and using the DNA 200. The rest of the marketplace is pretty mainstream. So you're looking at iStick, um, uh, VT Mini, Joytech VT Mini, that sort of thing. Um, so we've got we've got a range we've got a range of sort of smaller ones now. Um, it's what's it called? Uh, it's the i the i start. Um, which is just like a, a, a chubby little, not quite what it is, sub-ohm, it's 0.75 ohm coils um, in a little tank. And they're very popular, big airflow, like the iJust 2, but a smaller version. That sort of thing's quite popular now. Um, but the, big, the biggest seller is the 20-watt is the twenty watt eye stick, from, right. from my point of view. Yep. Uh, hand over fist with a, with a little GS air tank on it. It works very, very well. I got to tell you, what's very popular here now is, uh, at least in, in my store, for people that want to, like, you know, step up from an Ego battery, the mm-hmm. K-Box 70s yeah. and the super, the super Mini Tanks. 
Yeah. Because they're yeah. so easy. They don't leak. The cable, I just got a 4,000 milliamp fucking internal battery in the thing. It'll last you all day, all night. Uh, yeah. That's a great, great and expensive setup. It really is. It's it's like that's that's it right now. Did you yeah. see the uh, the Kanger uh, Squawk? That they came, they come out with. I, I saw, I saw that yesterday. Actually, I, I did see that, and that looked pretty interesting. It is interesting because someone was like, "I wonder if you could use your own dripper on it." You can't because if you look at the video, the way the uh, dripper, uh, the whole dripper doesn't unscrew from it; mm. just the deck unscrews right. from it. So, because I, I said, I, I, there's no way they probably made it where you had to use that that deck, uh, and you couldn't use your own. Which is, it's, from the video, you could tell you can't use your own dripper because just the deck unscrews from uh, from it. But yeah, it's interesting that they came out with like a dripping squawk box. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think it's brilliant. I mean, I've not, I've don't, I don't actually own a squawk box, but I've got lots of friends that do, and the flavor's always great, and and they're always exciting to coil them up with different things. I mean, it's great. Um, just not something I've got involved in, but that did look good. I must admit, because it's in bright red as well, isn't it? As well. <laughs> yes, and, and where and where people are going to give it shit, which is so stupid. Now mm. I, I was reading the specs on it. It only goes down to point two ohms, mm. which Less is enough, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That, oh, but no, people are going go nuts. Oh, point two ohms, they're fucking stupid. Fuck that. Whatever. <laughs> I it's so dumb. I mean, point two ohms is fine. There, there's no problem with that. But a lot of people are going to completely shut off from it. And the funny thing is, a lot of these people that bitch about that. They don't fucking do 0.1 ohm or point. No. They, they do 0 0.2, 0 0.25, 0 0.24. It's so stupid. But that'll be a hang-up for a lot of them, which is just ridiculous. It's I ridiculous. It's, it's a lot. You know, Tim, we ha okay, here we have these stupid. You know what I saw the other day? There is a World Series of cloud chasing. It's, it's this group that travels around the country, and they're putting on cloud chasing competitions, and then there's going to be a final we're world series <laughs> of cloud chasing. Are they doing that stupid shit there too, or or is it just here in the United States? Uh, I, I mean, is that is that happening over there? Are you having? Yeah, sad. Sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the local stores um, all around the UK they're putting on cloud chasing competitions in in bars and pubs, and you know. And they're giving away liquid as prizes. And I have guys coming in, in the shop and actually saying to me, can I buy a competition dripper here? And I'm going, well, no, but you can have a, you can have a Wizmec Indestructible. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's chaos, mate. Yeah, no, it's, it's going on. It's, it's a bit of fun. I mean, I, I don't know. If you think back, I mean, how long have you been working at the store? Uh, almost two years. So, so imagine just sitting in the store two years ago, everybody's vaping, uh, you can still see the windows, you can still see the monitor on the computer, um, and then you're going in the store today, um, you get a few people in having a vape, you can't see fuck all. You, can, you have to yeah. open doors. I had to disconnect the fire alarm system in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just got so stupid with like people coming in going, yeah, I've got this nice build on here. Let me just give it a big old lungful. And you think, for God's sake, you know, and it's like, uh, the whole place is full of vapor. And we, we had we had the fire alarms going off all the time. And we'd never, I mean, we've been open three and a half years. And we never, ever until this year had problems with the fire alarm system. You know, I had, uh, last year I did a show called uh, Cloud Chasing is Stupid. Mm. And I actually had a uh, guy from the U.K., send me a message it was actually an audio message he actually recorded a message yeah and he said in his message that um i was responsible 
Okay, this is what he said I did. He said, because I went on and did this show about saying how cloud chasing was stupid and anybody that does it is stupid, um, I am now ruining advocacy in the UK because uh, because of me saying that, these cloud chasers in the UK now won't step up and advocate because I said what they did was stupid. So I'm harming advocacy in the UK because of... of (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really getting that, right? I mean, because um, the, t- the the town I live in is a fairly small town, um, and there's a, a really nice pub called the Grenadier Pub, um, and the the landlord in there, he's been vape friendly since day one, and he came in to me the other well, three or four weeks ago, and he said, uh, "I want to ask you a question, Tim." I went, mm, "On shoot," he goes, "Can they turn these fucking things down?" And I went, "Well, yeah," I said. You don't have to take a great big lumpful and blow it out. Right. You can use it as, you know, for a smoke, for, as a cigarette replacement. And he goes, but they've all got these dirty great big boxes and they're telling me that they can't make them produce less vapor. I said, well, they're all lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> because they can. Yes. Right? Just because a little, a little short push of the button produces enough vapor for a puff. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so he's, he's put signs up in his pub now and it goes – Turn down your vaporizer. If you don't, you're out. <laughs> right. You know, Fair and, play. And it's like, you know, we, we had the hearing the other day, and I'm sure there was like 18, 19, 20-year-olds that, that went there and wanted to object to it because they ought to be able to buy vapor products. And I couldn't stress more. I said, please, don't stand outside that legislation building and blow no. big clouds. Don't do it. Please, God, don't do it because I, that, that, that's going to kill. Go there with a little fucking get, – get a little Nautilus mini tank. Just sit there and take a little pup. Just please, God, don't do that because that's going to be the clip they're going to use on the news. And yeah, that's people that, are going to go, oh, my God, look at that obnoxious vapor. Oh, you know, it, it's, it's, you want to sit in your fucking house and blow big clouds? Do it all day. But there's no need to be doing that. And I don't know if they just want to be noticed or they think it's cool. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's not cool. It's Please. not. It's not cool at all. In fact, you just look like a total cock when you do that. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> pure, pure and simple. Pure and simple. I mean, I've been known to blow the old cloud, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm being very silly tonight because I've got a point zero seven coil, point zero seven ohms, but it is Ni two hundred, so it's all looked after correctly. Right. <laughs> And that's what's yeah. great. These vapor wrestles are 0.9. Like, I had a guy come in the store the other day, and uh, he wanted to upgrade uh, from what he had. And I said, so, I, I, are you trying to achieve clouds? Do you want flavor? He goes, I don't know. I, I really like clouds. And I said, and I had my, my tank and everything with me, and I told him, I said, well, try this. Just try yeah. this and tell me what you think. And he tried it, and the flavor in these coals are phenomenal. He's like, oh, my God, that flavor's so good. He says, yeah, I don't care about clouds. I want that. <laughs> something like yeah. that. You see, that's the, thing with, that's the thing with me, Kev. I, I love the flavor. Yep. Um, my, my juice, I make my own juice. It's 0.02 milligram. Um, and I don't even need the 0.02, right? It's a psychological thing. I like to know that there's some nicotine in it. Right. Just a little, little, little trace. Um, but it's, the, it's all about the flavor. Yes. Um, and whatever tank gives me that flavor is the tank that I'm going to use. Right. Yeah. No, me as well. I I just want flavor. I, I don't get me wrong. I do have a dripper, 
And uh, every once in a blue moon, I'll break it out. Like there's some juices, like for example, the Element, uh, the Dripper Series E liquid. Yeah, you can't yeah. use it in a tank; it'll just destroy your coil in a day. So I have to drip that. And I love that pink lemonade. So I'll break my dripper out when I'm using that because uh, I do like having it every once in a while. There's just some juices that destroy tanks, and you have to use a dripper. But yeah. that's the only time. And I'll have like a point five or point six build, and or you know, a, a higher build. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to achieve flavor at that point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, And then what about the vape tricks? That's getting big here, too. The dub. <laughs> That's getting big here as well. We've got people coming, and they just, they just like, blow a, blow a cloud over the counter and then yeah. turn it into, like, a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They'll do that. They'll, they'll blow out of the counter, and they'll twist it around. <laughs> yeah. And then they're blowing donuts down the shop, you know. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Well, the blow and O's, I think we have to blame Mike Getcha69 for that because he yeah, started. Yeah, I you know, think so. He started it, didn't he? Yes, he started it years ago. He was doing that years and years ago. So uh, <laughs> it's Scott's fault. Yeah. It is. It is Scott's fault. <laughs> have you ever had Scott on your show at all? Have you ever asked him to come on or has he ever been on? He's not been on my show at all, no. I mean, he's, somebody, somebody had him on. It wasn't me. Somebody, somebody did have him on, but it wasn't me. Um, but uh, no, I mean I know Scott. We've we've you know we've we've stood together in photographs at Vape Fest and things like that, and I know all the rest of the guys um, are up his way as well. So yeah, but he's never been on the show. I've got a lot of people on the show, but not Scott. He really is a good guy. I mean, I had him on. It was years ago, but he's funny. I mean, yeah. he he's 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 a really interesting guy. He was fun to talk to. I mean, when I go to the UK, I, I'm gonna go. Have a, I want to go out with him one night. I want to have a be. I want to go to a pub with him. I mean, he's. He's a really like cool, down to earth guy. He was great, and uh, yeah, I think if you had him on, oh my god, that'd be phenomenal. Now again, I don't think he's going to get big on the advocacy thing, but you know, you just just have fun with him. I mean, he's a, he's a really really good guy. I like mm. Scott. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great, mate. Honestly, what about reviewers? What are, what are, well, okay? Like here, you know, we have the big reviewers. What is the who is the biggest reviewer in the UK right now? Well, it's 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 got to be either Scott or. Um, What's the guy's name? Oh, Todd. Todd's reviews. Todd, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he. I mean, I like him. I like that. I like his approach. It's very laid back, and it's very. It's it's very sort of matter of fact, and there's no bullshit. Um, I mean, <laughs> talk, talking of bullshit, I love Rip Tripper. <laughs> 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 today, I'm taking these wonderful vitamins. No, sorry, did I say that? Out yeah, out no. Out? I mean, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I like, like we, we we talked about that, and then and then someone put out that video. And, it, and I think it was someone from the UK. They put that video together where it looked like yep. uh, Not Blowing Smoke did it. Yep. And and the crazy thing is, is Rip has obviously taken the approach of, I'm not even going to address or say anything about it. I'm just going to move right on. Yep. And he hasn't. And like every time I notice, now now I pay attention to his Instagram, which I never did. Because every time he posts something, everybody's arguing on there. There's people yeah, that are still. <laughs> oh, well, I, I follow his Instagram as well. Um, but in all, in all honesty, right, I've, I've bought a lot of stuff off the back of what Rip said about them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, I know every single tank that he reviews is the fucking best thing he's ever had in his hand. But it's, it's true. Everything I've bought off the back of one of his reviews has been a very enjoyable experience. Right. So can't say any fairer than that, can you? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I've not, uh, I've not tried, I've not tried the, the vitamins and, and the special water. Yeah. But <laughs> well, no, that's why I told you all the time. I, you know, we talk about stuff. I say, we got to get fucking affiliate links. <laughs> yeah. what are we doing bloody need, bloody need them mate yeah. 
<laughs> we're missing out, uh, Tim. I mean, we got to start getting some affiliate links and throwing them up there. And yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, maybe he's onto something with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do love Todd though. I think Todd's reviews are great. I yeah, almost that, it's good. Dino knows what well, he 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 talks to Todd and he was gonna come on my show because Dino called me one time, like a few months ago, he's like, I got Todd to come on. I'm like, Oh, that's so great. And I think what happened was I think Todd heard one of my shows and then he didn't want to come on. <laughs> he got scared. <laughs> What's to be scared about? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I love Todd. I would have, yeah, I would have had fun with him. I mean, you know, that's okay. I still love him. That doesn't matter. I, I, I do. I, he does great reviews. I mean, I, in the United States, a lot of people watch his reviews. I mean, I'm sure everywhere else, he's a, uh, yes, he's a very good reviewer. Definitely yes. like Todd. You're absolutely right there, mate. So when is okay? So you were telling me before, like RY4 Radio isn't. When is it coming back? When, well, RY4 at the moment on um, on a Tuesday night uh, between seven and nine UK time, which is probably early. Morning, afternoon at your gaff. Afternoon, um, yep. afternoon. Yeah, um, uh, we have the Dripper show with uh, with with Dan. Um, he does the Dripper box, which is like the selection box you subscribe to yep. each month, and you get some e juice. He does a show which is absolutely fantastic. It's always giveaways. Um, Rob Taylor, uh, one of your fellow countrymen, he, he is uh, nine till around midnight on a Tuesday. Um, those are your live shows as they stand at the moment. On Friday night, where I used to be, um, a great friend of mine from Liverpool, uh, a guy called Jason Weston, he's, he's, he's a real DJ. He mixes up all the, all the dance tunes. Yep. He, he plays from um, 9 p.m. UK time through to midnight. Now, my show, which is the lock-in, it's the it's best coming. one. It's the best show. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> show, mate. You, if you miss it, then there's something wrong with you. Yes. Um, it's coming back in three weeks' time, and it's going to be on a Thursday uh, following the VTTV live broadcast. So the, the, the premise is we pick some topics out of VTTV's show. We bring them onto the air on the radio. Hopefully people follow over, um, and we, 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 we talk, have a few drinks, play a few tunes through till midnight. Uh, UK time. So when that what's that back at your what's back at yours? It's all barmy. So it's it's early evening, isn't it? It's sort of yeah, yeah. So what it is yeah. is you have the VTTV, which is the uh, opener, and then you have yeah. the lock-in, which is the headliner. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. I mean, what's wrong with radio? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I can I can I can sit here in my underwear and do my show, and I have done in the past. <laughs> How long have you been doing RY4 Radio or your show? Um, RY4 Radio. You remember Tony? Yes, I do remember Tony. Tony started RY4 Radio. Now, I've not had any contact with Tony or his family for about three years now. Um, I took over from Tony when he wasn't well, uh, which would have been back in 2012, around May, June time. Um, and as I said, I tried to hand it on, but I keep finding myself grabbing hold of it and thinking... It's got to be done this way. So, I mean, we've got a new we've got a new license for music, so um, everything's great. We've got a okay. great new website, so, which is um, ry4radio.com. Yes, um, which has pictures of the presenters, times for the show. The guys are using Periscope as well. Um, I, I had no idea what that was until I until I downloaded it onto my phone, and apparently, you can see what you're doing, um, and also. You know, it's it's just going to get bigger. We've lost a lot of really good people. Um, 
We had uh, we had Nikki's Juicy Bits on Wednesdays. We had um, the Twiglet Zone with Daz from VTTV. Uh, they've they they really haven't got the time to do it anymore. Um, so they, they've disappeared off. But And uh, we had Reggie as well from Slovenia on Monday with his honky-tonking show. Um, that's gone, I'm afraid. But uh, we're, we're sort of rebuilding, and the hours are going up. And so once the lock-in comes back uh, with the new team, and obviously you'll be invited in at uh, any time you want to come along and be our USA correspondent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love to do that. Absolutely, I love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, Okay, so All Right for Radio started in 2012. Now, I'm going to yeah. play this for you real quick because I played this last week on my show. I was blown away by this. I was talking about the uh, Hall of Fame liquid that these uh, three companies are doing and all that bullshit. But anyway, this guy does a um, radio show about vaping. Yeah. And that's where I, you know, he interviewed the three companies that were doing this Hoff e-liquid. So anyway, I, I was listening to his show because I wanted to hear their interview. Mm-hmm. And th- this is so amazing. So this is, listen to what he has to say. Now, mind you, he does a show uh, about vaping and electronic cigarettes. It's a radio show. Just listen to what he has to say. You know, when we created the show, what, maybe two years ago, um, we, we we understood that there the, the if, if, if something was done right, I guess, we understood that uh, there were going to be others that um, followed, followed pretty much. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, I don't even say it any nicer. There was, you know, there was going to be other people that followed. So what he's saying is, is we did, started doing this radio show in 2014, mm-hmm. and then we noticed other people have been copying us. Now listen to what <laughs> he has to say next. Um, no, we did not create the podcast. We, we are not creators of the online streaming. However... In February of 2014, uh, it was unheard of. <laughs> it was unheard of. Okay, uh, so we definitely brought that realm to the vape industry. So right? he <laughs> he brought vaping radio to the industry. It was unheard of. Um, he- well, I mean, I'm surprised, mate. I'm really surprised. I mean, I had a conversation with Tony Two Sticks in 2011 at Vape Fest, and he went, Tim. I'm going to make a radio station about vaping. Right. And within, within weeks, the fucking thing was on the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to this guy, he was the innovator. I mean, you know, we're uh, just copying him. And, you know, <laughs> I heard that. I almost blew up. I said, you got to be kidding me. This is insane. But <laughs> it's chaos, mate. Chaos. So, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm really pleased that the guy invented um, vaping radio because I'd never have got anywhere without his yeah. help. Okay, so I just want to add because I already said my piece to this guy. So just so you understand again, vape room radio guy, we mm. had RY4 Radio, which was a radio show about vaping electronic cigarettes that started in 2012. 2011. 2011. 2011. 2011. So there's another one that came around before you. So again. Do your research before you say stupid shit. That's all I got to yeah. say. Oh, I agree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, because the first RY4, the first show I ever did was with uh, Tony Two Sticks. That was, yeah. I, th- which was, yeah, a long time ago. Mm. So, yeah, you know, people do some research before you open your mouth. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Tim, I want to thank you for coming that's on. Right, and giving us an update. Uh, people in the United States need to understand what's going on there. And I think I have simplified it for them so they understand exactly what's going on. I hope so, Kev. I hope so. I mean, and, and, and you know, going back to what I was saying about TPD and, uh, and regulation in the UK, I mean, it is my opinion that I've given you with the information that I was given by the MHRA, uh, my suppliers. That is, that is how I've drawn that together. And that is 
where the loopholes exist, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, I'm fairly confident that in the UK we'll be okay-ish, but I can't, I can't sort of say too much about the other 27 EU countries because they're all implementing things in a different way. Right, right. Well, hopefully uh, things stay positive over there uh, and they don't get any worse. Here in yep. the United States, I don't know. We're still waiting. It's, it's, this is going to be the toughest year yet for us. I know we need to send a whole busload of advocates out yes. to you guys. Yeah, well, no, we just need to get the millions of people that vape to fucking do something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, seriously, that, that would be helpful, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, stop with the hand checks. Stop with the, uh, you know, all this bullshit and fucking stop with the cloud competitions and the uh, blowing O's and blowing jellyfish, whatever the fuck you blow. Uh, stop with the Facebook post. Oh, look what I picked up. And if they all fucking did something, we would be in really good shape. But yeah, and yeah. and you know. We just got. I don't know. We'll see. And and I, and I listen. You have to say it. I know the entire uh, Europe is laughing at us because Donald Trump might be actually be president of the United States. Do, do you know what? I'm I've laughing with some them. great stuff about that, mate. And I'm <laughs> laughing with you. <laughs> Believe me, I'm in disbelief, just like the rest of the world is. I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy! All right, Tim. Well, thank you. Thank you again for joining us. It was fun having no you problem, on. No problem, Anytime, mate. Anytime. I want to thank our sponsors. Theplumeroom.com, VP Live 15 is your discount code. So check out theplumeroom.com and smokelessimage.com. Check both those vendors out. Support them because they support us. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next Sunday with the star Dino. Monday, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have Anti Nanny with Raven Grimm. Tuesday, or no, it's not this Tuesday, next Tuesday will be the Inside Vaping Show with uh, Ed and uh, everybody else. I can't remember their names right now because I'm, I'm tired and I just don't know what's going on. Wednesday, you may, may or may not have Russ with ClickBang Radio. Thursday, GDK, GDK with the GDK Show at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Friday, you're going to hear Ed's show again. Ed actually got a lot of listens on his first show. It was very interesting. People seem to like it. So he'll be back on uh, Friday night, and we'll be back next Sunday, 9 o'clock, PM Eastern Standard Time. In two weeks, two weeks, Dino and I will be at Vape Northeast, at Foxwoods Resorts, Foxwoods Resort and Hotel and Casino in Connecticut for Vape Northeast. Come check us out. We will be there March 19th in the afternoon, broadcasting live. I can barely speak. I am done. I'm tired. I'm out.